We are looking at Mark chapter 2, verses 23 through 28, and then 3, verses 1 through 6. And while those are two separate situations, they both are dealing with the same issue, and so we're going to handle them together today. Let's give attention to God's holy word. One Sabbath, he was going through the grain fields, and as they made their way, his disciples began to pluck heads of grain. And the Pharisees were saying to him, Look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And he said to them, Have you never read what David did when he was in need and was hungry, he and those who were with him, how he entered the house of God in the time of Abiathar, the high priest, and ate the bread of the presence, which is not lawful for any but the priest to eat, and also gave it to those who were with him? And he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Again he entered the synagogue, and a man was there with a withered hand, and they watched Jesus to see whether he would heal him on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him. And he said to the man with the withered hand, Come here. And he said to them, Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to harm, to save life or to murder? But they were silent. And he looked around at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart, and said to the man, Stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored. The Pharisees went out and immediately held counsel with the Herodians against him. How? To destroy him. The grass withers, and the flower fades. But the word of our Lord endures forever. Amen. Please be seated. Okay, you know we're in a series where we're looking at the real Jesus, and we now come to this issue of the Sabbath, or maybe I should say the lack of the issue, because what we're going to look at here today is, once again, that religion and Jesus don't mix. They don't mix. And the interesting thing is we, and I hope you'll see it by the time we unpack this passage is, is that the real problem with the religious is with Jesus is that Jesus just doesn't care about their issues. That's really what bugs them. He's just so indifferent to all the things that matter most to them. And it may be that they matter most to us rather than Jesus mattering most. But we're going to look at this text and we're going to see how Jesus is establishing a setup here which goes like this. You're concerned about all these things, but here's what really matters. You're concerned about being at peace with God, but your peace stands in front of you. You're concerned about getting right with God, but the one who makes you right is right in front of you. And could it be that this is something that plagues us as well? Well, let's begin to look at this passage. The first thing I want us to look at, and what we're going to try to do, just so you kind of have a general idea, is I'm not going to work through and say this section, this section. I've got three points, and we're going to kind of work through the whole section here, and I'm going to show you how these points are working out through the whole section. So the first thing I want us to consider, then, is the provision of the Lord. And what I want you to understand is, is that as Jesus begins to walk through, as he's walking through these grain fields, and the Pharisees are out there, and here's just, let me just go ahead and tell you some interesting facts that you need to know. One, there were 39 articles of which the Pharisees had about, about Sabbath keeping that pertained to something like this. You don't reap, and you don't walk, and there's a whole list of other things, but they had this list, and two of the lists, as far as they were concerned, were getting broke right here. One was, 
the disciples were just walking along. I mean, you're only supposed to walk in only a very short prescribed distance, and, and certainly it would probably be from your home to the synagogue, and from the synagogue to your home, from your home to the temple, or from the temple to your home. That's about it. What other purpose could you possibly have? And so here's Jesus and his disciples walking along. What are they doing? What's their purpose? The second thing is, is that they're going through the grain field doing this right here, breaking off grain and putting it in their mouths. And Well, they're reaping. There will be no reaping. They should have been good little Jewish boys and put a sack together the day before so they didn't have to be doing that in that grain field on the Sabbath day. Or something of the sort. You can kind of hear in their own minds their thought processes. But you realize what's really going on here is not so much that. What's really going on here is all their rules and regulations of making sure that they stay right with God. And here's Jesus walking along with his guys, talking, What's wrong with this picture? He just seems so indifferent. Do you understand the problem? Can you see what's going on? Now, I might ask this question because this is the kind of person that I am as I look at texts like this is, well, see, the Pharisees weren't supposed to be walking with no purpose. They were only supposed to walk a certain distance between the synagogue and, and they weren't. What were they doing out in that grain field? <laughs> but that's just me. That's the kind of question I'd ask. But the point that I want you to begin to look at is, is that here you have Jesus walking along this uneducated rabbi with his uneducated disciples, and they're just breaking the law. Don't they know what they're doing? So the thing that's so fascinating, though, and if we begin to really unpack it, we'll start to see that Jesus really isn't disobeying the law at all. It's rather that he really understands the law. He understands part of the big premise of the law when it comes to the Sabbath, and he's walking in that and not getting hung up in all their religiosity. See, what Jesus understands is this. The Sabbath was made for this big reason. Here's the big reason, at least a part of it that God provides for His people. It was to teach His people that God provides. He provides nourishment. He provides health. He provides... See, if you don't really believe the Lord that the Gospel brings, rather than to walk in rigor, He wants them to walk in rest. Now you might say, well, that just sounds like license. That just sounds like you're running out there and doing whatever you want to do. We're talking about Jesus who never did anything wrong. We're talking about a state of mind which says, when I really believe that God takes care of everything, I begin to walk in freedom, not to do anything completely different person. Until I see that, what do I do? I tend to either live it to one of two extremes. I do what I want from Him. They still know He's there. They a whole religion of their own. 